0: hey there this is the mandy may podcast i'm your host mandy as i share i pray you will be able to connect with others obtain new tools and resources as well as resonate with the stories shared by others as you listen let's get started years, probably a little bit more. Um, I absolutely love her and I'm so excited to share all of her little golden nuggets with you. She is a lavishly loved daughter of a king, a wife, homeschool mom, an advocate for imperfect, grace-filled, healthy living. She loves meeting people right where they're at and loving them as they become who they were created to be. She is passionate about three things. Pursuing Jesus and all he calls her to do, helping people improve their nutrition, immune systems, and overall health with simple and affordable ways to get more fruits and veggies into their bodies, and helping people with their fitness, nutrition, and mindset with support and encouragement through wellness. She recently took a huge leap of faith and moved far away from me in Arizona to Texas. This is the first time in her life she's lived anywhere but Arizona. She's excited for the adventure God has her on. They recently bought a home on five acres and are super excited to be in homesteading, horseback riding, and more gardening. So welcome, Nicole. Please, please
1: tell me a little bit about your family. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I have an awesome husband I've been married to for a little over 12 years now. We have two children: Preston, who is about to be 10, and Gabrielle, who just turned seven. And we have An adorable Maltese poodle mix named Wolfie and a hamster named Hammy. And tomorrow we get to meet a new little puppy that we're hoping to adopt named Rowdy. So stay tuned for that.
0: I cannot wait to hear more about that. I would love for you to share a little bit about how we met.
1: Oh boy. So that I think is a great story. I think you would say otherwise but I love how I was a leader in mops and I was responsible for all the table leaders the day that you visited you I ran into you in the hall and you were on the verge of tears and literally we ran into each other because
0: <laughs> I was so upset and not paying attention to where I was going cuz I was so frantic I'm pretty sure I was crying actually. Yeah,
1: you, yeah, you were there. And I, and and I, it was understandable because the hallways were very confusing there and you yes. couldn't find Q. <laughs> and so I was like, it's okay. Like I, I thought at first she was like running around and you lost her. But then when I realized you weren't sure which room I was like, okay, what, what room is she in and helped you find her. And then, um, you know, because I was responsible for the table leaders, they all gave me their prayer books and, I think that's when we really started getting to know each other because I started praying for you and you were just so brave at asking for prayer and you had just been a guest. And I remember telling leadership, like, we need to be praying for this woman. And I made sure that your table leader reached out to you. And yeah, so I think we just got to know each other through that.
0: Yes. And to put a little... Perspective for our audience. This was like six, seven years ago um, when my divorce was very, very new. I was hurting so much. I did not have a huge community that could walk alongside me. Mops is called Mothers of Preschoolers, and it is an outreach ministry just for moms um, with young children. So I attended as a guest, and I was terrified. I did not want to be brave. One of my friends was like, Mandy, you should really go try this out. You're going to love it. They have breakfast. You need to eat. You should go. Breakfast and childcare, you should go. I'm like, fine, I'll go. And I was, I was brave. I I didn't talk the whole time we were there, but I did write in the prayer book that I had no idea what to do. And you reached out to me. And as we started to talk and as you checked in on me often, you kind of realized mm, the season I was in um, and I was actually getting some food from food pantries, which was not always well balanced. And so you actually introduced me to your business and what you are now passionate about. Can you tell me just a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So I shared Juice Plus with you because it's such an easy way to get fruits and veggies into your body. And I knew that both you and Q just needed it. You know, if you're getting stuff from like what a blessing to to have that. But you know, if I can help in any way, get more nutrition into your bodies, I wanted to do that, especially because with Q having to be in childcare and you working in childcare, like you're around germs all the time. So I knew you needed really strong immune systems.
0: And I'm so thankful for it. We still take it now six plus years later. And What's actually amazing is that was the, what really helped bridge the opportunity to start healing from my eating disorder. So I started taking juice plus, then I started to attend celebrate recovery, which I've mentioned in a previous episode. Now I have my own health and wellness business. And then you introduced me to a book called switch on your brain. I actually had this book sitting on my shelf from when I was going through my divorce. I started reading it And then I stopped reading it because life got busy, but you recommended it to me and it has been life-changing. Could you just tell a little bit about the season of when you, of before you started using the resources from this book and then through using it and how it's impacted where you are today?
1: Yeah, I have chills. So I, you invited me to celebrate recovery multiple times. And I finally went, did a lot of work there. And then in November of 2019, God asked me to do more. I had recently stepped out of denial of an eating disorder that I had been dealing with for 30 plus years and celebrate recovery wasn't enough. And he, he wanted me to do deep, work and he asked me to do EMDR which if you're not familiar with that EMDR is a type of trauma counseling that helps it's really great for PTSD and and trauma because it helps get those memories that have shattered and bring them back so they can file away so you don't have the physiological responses anymore well it took me a while to get there because i financially couldn't afford it and god was really adamant. And he wanted me to ask the church for help, which I was really prideful. And I was like, I don't deserve that. Like there are so many people out there like Mandy, when you were, you know, really struggling, you you're the type of person I think, well, she deserves that. I'm like, we make enough money. I should be able to pay for this. But I, God was like, who are you to say who deserves what? And like, why are you not trusting me? So I was like, "Oh, okay." So <laughs> I had, I was um, coordinating women's at Sun Valley at the time, and Sarah. I met with her every week and she, you know, we talked about what was going on. She's like, "I'm going to give you the paperwork." So she gave me the paperwork to submit for help from the church, from the benevolence fund. And then I got stuck filling out the paperwork because I had to answer some questions I didn't know the answers to. And uh, you know, it was just a constant kind of battle with God, but a great opportunity to be obedient and submit to his will and I finally the church did, they they agreed to help me and They said if I went to a person outside of their list, then I would have to pay this amount. But if I pick someone off of their list, it was going to be less. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do less,
0: right?
1: So I went to somebody off their list. Well, at the time, the anxiety that I was experiencing was very subconscious. So I have a PVC in my heart, which is a premature ventricular contraction. It's not life-threatening. It's very common. But that was my body's response. My body was basically, you know, muscle memory for the anxiety. So I started seeing this counselor and she she like focused immediately on behavior modification and she legit made me write out a three, like a week long meal plan, multiple meals a day right in front of her, which I was not ready for that. That was incredibly overwhelming to me. I left there. She didn't pray with me. It just, it didn't feel right. But I gave her the benefit of doubt, made the appointment for the following week But that week, my anxiety went through the roof. I started having anxious dreams, and like it was becoming more surface. You know what I mean? And so then I went for that second appointment, and she told me I needed a better support system before she would do EMDR with me. And I was like, okay, I'm here for that support system. (laughs) Like, I can't control what's going on in my marriage. I can't control anything outside of me. Like, I'm here to heal you're supposed to be that life support for me. But she, it just, it wasn't a right fit. It was another way God was like, "Mm, told you. Like, cause God had already told me who he wanted me to see. And I just was like, but she's gonna cost more money, God. And he was like, I need you to trust me for that money. And I was like, ah, okay. So, but then, by then I had used up two of my three sessions that the church was gonna pay for. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I gonna do? And God came through again. They approved three more visits. I started seeing my amazing counselor. She prayed with me. She was absolutely amazing. She didn't focus on the eating disorder and behavior modification. Like She focused on what I needed to focus on. And so I started seeing her. We started working through things with EMDR. It was incredibly helpful. It was incredibly hard. I was exhausted most of the time because my brain was processing through so much. And this was during the time, like, right, all of COVID. (laughs) So (laughs) I was locked up in my house, you know, and I was really thankful that God had me pull the kids out of school to homeschool them. Because if I hadn't done that, there's no way I would have survived. You know, I saw her, it was incredibly helpful. God provided the whole time when my three sessions were up, I prayed about it and I was like, you know, I'm I'm just gonna leave it. Like I'm not gonna ask for more help because the church said I could apply for more. And I was like, God's gonna provide. I'm I'm not gonna say anything. Well, then I came in and the counselor was like, Oh, by the way, I talked to the church and they're gonna cover fifty percent for the next three visits. And I was like, What? Like, That's amazing. And God provided. That's so, so amazing. Yeah. And then after that, she liked with me for the payment you know, she lowered her rate a little bit and allowed me to pay over time because it can get expensive when you have to go, you know, multiple weeks in a row or whatever. So God just provided. Well, there came a time where something happened in my marriage that really threw me off. I got really depressed. I was struggling to get out of bed. I was struggling to eat. And it happened the weekend before my next appointment. So when I went into my appointment, I was down. I was struggling. And she was like, I can't EMDR away the trauma that you're currently experiencing. And I was like, are you saying that you can't help me anymore? And she said, no. And I'm proud of you for saying that because that's part of my thing. I shove it down. I don't say anything. She's like, you need to have a conversation. You have to talk about this. What's happening is not okay. Okay. And it felt sort of like she was telling me I needed to give an ultimatum, but I didn't feel God saying that. So I didn't say that, but I did have the conversation and it was a good productive conversation. And I went back to her for the next visit and she, again, wouldn't do EMDR with me. And that wasn't okay with me. Like I'm not there to try and change anything else, but heal from what I'm dealing with so that I can manage what I'm dealing with now better. And so I was praying about it. I had prayed about it after that first session. And I was like, hey, God, what do you want me to do? Well, a friend of mine who had told me about switch on your brain back before I started the EMDR. But at that time, I was just like, I brushed it off because I had way too much on my plate. And I knew going into MDR it was gonna be hard, but then um, somehow it came up again, and I, was, and I just I felt the Holy Spirit like punch me almost like like you know just <laughs> tap me real hard like yes this is it wake up Nicole this is what I want you to do I read the book I listened to it on Audible because. Right now, the season I'm in, sitting down and actually physically reading a book is incredibly challenging. And even though I'm not an auditory learner, God's been teaching me that um, it doesn't have to be perfect. That He will help me remember what I need to remember. I will get out of it what He wants me to get out of it. So. I just go with it. I listened to the book and was blown away. I love how she connected neuroscience to the Bible because I don't believe you can have anything without God. He created it all. And so I love how she just tied that together and basically said that science is just catching up to what God created. And so I read the first half of the book and I was really excited due to the 21 day brain detox. When all of this happened with my counselor I was praying about it and I was like, you know, I really feel God saying like, give this a shot. And so I canceled my next appointment with her and told her, I was like, I'm going to give this 21 day brain detox a try and then I'll get back on your calendar. And so I started and that was December 19th, 2020. So that's when I started it. And the next week, Mandy, I kid you not, she emailed me and stopped seeing people in person. So God had in place already for my healing to continue. And I get chills just thinking about it because like, if I didn't, if he didn't put that in place, that probably would have been really devastating, Mm -hmm. you know, but instead I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I kid you not the 21 day brain detox has been life changing more so than anything else I've ever done. Yeah.
0: I've seen, I've seen you completely transform in so many different ways by just this one simple resource that's available to everybody.
1: Right. I tell everyone about it. (laughs) Like all my clients that I coach, we eventually end up talking about this because if they really want to heal and they really want to get right with their fitness, right with their mindset and nutrition, because so many people, disordered eating is so common now. It's normal like, Mm -hmm. it's just how people live. And I think um, we have a lot of disordered thoughts on food. And I use this a lot as a resource for my clients to help them, you know, get their mind right, not not only around nutrition, but also around fitness, because there's a lot wrong there, too. It's amazing. Okay, so you know, all the work I've done, you've known me and John, you know, everything going on. And even he noticed a difference. That's huge because all the work I did through Celebrate Recovery and through EMDR, like he never noticed, but he noticed after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you just share a little bit, like a
0: a little synopsis of what the 21 day brain detox.
1: Yeah. is. Yeah. So, so basically it's a daily practice where, and I like to use, so I, like I said, I'm not auditory. So when I read the book and I wanted to do this, I was like, I need something to follow. So I Googled it. And the author has a website where it walks you through each step every day. And I like her website versus her app because she does have an app, but the app is more secular based. And I want Jesus, so too. I love that her website. It's thirty bucks for a year. That's so cheap, dude! This yeah. is the best counseling I've ever had. And I, I mean, agree. I dollars a year. It's like. Wow. So yeah, so basically, you open up this app, it walks you through, you start each day with Thanksgiving, praise and worship, because when you thank God, he's listening. When you praise God, he's by your side. And when you worship him, he works on your behalf. And so you always start with that. And then you dive into, so after you do your Thanksgiving praise and worship, you gather your thoughts and just takes one to two minutes. And honestly, like the Holy Spirit leads. So it's not a whole lot you have to do. And and then once you gather your thoughts, you gather awareness of what the Holy Spirit wants you to work on. Then you focus your reflection and look at like think through what you've gathered and and focus that reflection and then you do just a quick two-minute journal and I bought just an eight and a half by 11 spiral bound notebook it's amazing what God does through that sometimes he has me draw sometimes he has me write but it's just been really cool to see what he's done through that and I don't know if you'd want it but I could send you the first image that he had me draw to share it's really really cool After you do the journal, you reflect, you revisit the journal. So you look through it and say, God, what do you want me to fix? What is right here? What is wrong here? Like, what do you want me to look through? And then after the revisit is an active reach. And so an active reach is just something you actively do to help solidify what you're doing. And so a lot of the times for me, it's been repeating scripture. So every time the toxic thought comes up, I repeat the scripture or he'll have me actually create an image in Canva with a phrase tied to a Bible verse that I'll repeat over and over again. And so, for example, the first toxic thought that God had me remove was that my value comes from what I do, other people and what I do for other people. So he took that out and replaced it with my value is deeply rooted in Christ. So anytime I was feeling my value come from somewhere else, no, my value is deeply rooted in Christ. And so it's been really cool to see. I think I'm on my ninth toxic thought,
0: which is so powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's cool because like once you do one, you have to practice it for an additional two 21 day cycles. But at any one time, you can be Detoxing a thought and practicing two. You just go through the cycle. So after that first one, I started on a second one, and then just kept practicing that first one, and then rotate through the cycle. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense in my mind.
0: It makes sense to me too.
1: Yeah, well, I know because you do it. But it just essentially, if you don't practice it, it won't become automatic, and that's what you want. Yes. You want it to become yeah. that's your subconscious thought, not the toxic thought. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love how you
0: said it doesn't have to be perfect. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. Each cycle is 21 days, but there have been times where I forget, which is crazy because like now I feel like I can't forget, but there are days that I forget or we went out of town and I forgot my journal. So I was like, well, I don't have my favorite journal. So I guess I'm just not going to do it, which is Mm -hmm. the reason you don't have to, it doesn't have to be perfect. You can start right where you left off. You know, there are some days where it's really hard and I get really annoyed and bitter and I'm like, this isn't working.
1: <laughs> and I
0: think that's when it's the peak of that negative thought, when it is getting ready to be overpowered by the scripture and the, and the positive thought and purposely and intentionally revisiting it every or seven times a day for my active reach, following through and doing that is so small, but has such a big impact. Yeah, and, and
1: I I've noticed even because I'm a perfectionist, I struggle with perfection, and so God God doesn't have me count the seven, which is really hard for me. Like I want to check it off, <laughs> and He's like, No, I'll do the work, <laughs> and I'm like, No, I might need to check it off. So anyway, just I'm a perfectionist too. So,
0: I don't do the seven days, seven times either, but I do revisit it every single hour. I think I have to because since I'm at home and our day is so busy yes. that I really need to visit at least once an hour to That's be right. intentional. Otherwise, I get caught up in everything that is going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have it. I usually save my image as the phone backdrop, and I'll That's even. Smart put it on my watch so that every time I lift my hand, a different one pops up, you know? That is so so smart.
0: I have never thought to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing and being vulnerable with us. I really appreciate your bravery. And I know there are people that are going to be listening that can relate and don't have resources. So now they have one more in their back pocket. The book is very easy to read. I I mean, it had been sitting on my shelf and I use the website too. I don't use the app. The first time I used it, I actually was like in tears and crying and I was like, this is stupid. I'm not doing it anymore. I was so encouraged by that book, but now that this isn't going to work for me, but I actually called Nicole and I said, Nicole, I don't think that I'm doing this right. This is not working for me. And so she walked me through how to go to the website and how to get the other resource. And I have been doing that ever since. Nicole's experience has helped me take a look at my own life, things that I've been through, learning about her experience. EMDR helped me look at different options for myself and my family. And I started researching trauma. And that is what really inspired me to move forward to become a trauma-integrator practitioner, because I loved the work that you were doing. I love the work that I am doing. And I know like this is going to make a big impact for a lot of people, whether they pick up this book um, and they try a cycle or, you know, they reach out for counseling service or they try trauma integration. I think it is changing so many lives.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks Um, for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Before we go, I just want you to share a little bit how you think Switch On Your Brain and the 21 Day Detox can help stepmoms or blended families,
1: marriage, faith, motherhood? Yeah, I mean, I think hands down, it's one of the easiest things you can do to help get your brain right and aligned with what God wants you to be thinking. And so for stepmoms, if you're struggling with baby mamas, you know, what, what, what toxic thoughts do you need to get rid of? Or if you're struggling in your marriage, like what toxic thoughts regarding your husband do you need to get rid of? Or if you're struggling just yourself with an eating disorder or low self-worth or anything like that, what lies are you believing? So I really believe it's a great way to help get rid of the lies that the devil is trying to make you believe and align your mind more with Christ. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That is a perfect way to put it. Thank you so much, Nicole, for being a guest on this podcast. I absolutely love doing life with you, even though we are now far away. And I feel like we've always lived in different seasons. We've always been able to connect, pick up right where we left off, be encouraging to each other and really meet each other where the other one is at. And I love that about our friendship. Me too, Nicole. Can you share a little bit about where we can find you
1: and reach you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am on Instagram. My handle is at Victory Through Love. Through is spelled T H R U. Yeah, you can find me there. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me there. I'm, I'm more than happy to help. If you have questions about Juice Plus can reach me there too or anything. I'm pretty much an open book. God has really taught me that the way he redeems our stories is through helping others and things that we go through that, you know, because of this fallen world, they're not what God wants, but we live in a broken world, but he can redeem and all for his glory in so many different ways. So I love sharing and I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be on today with you.
0: Thank you so much. I will include your information in the description of this episode. So it's easy to find her, easy to reach her. Also, I follow her. So that's another way to reach her. Nicole, would you be willing to pray us out before we go? Absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: Father God, thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord, to speak to those who will listen to this podcast, Lord. I thank you for Mandy and her heart to serve blended families. I thank you for her heart for children and marriage and faith and her love for you, Lord. Lord, I just pray that whoever would hear this would be encouraged. And if they're really struggling, that they would find the courage to reach out Um, and to take one simple step towards healing, whether that is through the 21 brain detox or something else. Lord, I just thank you uh, for what you did on the cross for us. If it weren't for you, none of this would be possible. And I just love you so much and give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Nicole. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I love you. I love you too. I'm an open book and will answer any question you have, well, eventually. Just hit details on this episode or find the contact me box on my website and shoot me a message. Be sure to follow on social media and hit subscribe to stay in the loop.